good morning. It's the 2nd of January. Hope you're all good today. A bit of a shock to the system getting up, isn't it? I think I'm ready for uh, a normal working week. Um, currently out walking with the dog, pouring with rain. It's, uh, she's as enthusiastic as me out this morning, but there you go. Um, I've woken up to um, a couple of emails, <laughs> um, which I'm really shocked. Thanks, guys. Um, yeah, it's been quite a big response already, which is flattering, but um, but yeah, I wasn't expecting it. So um, I'll go straight into um, one of the questions, um, and because it was a couple of questions um, that people had, so it was uh, why the title. Um, so um, the girl in the cupboard basically is me growing up. Um, and the cupboard was um, my safe haven really um, and it's somewhere where I used to go and hide uh, when things were bad at home um, my stepfather was quite a violent man and, um, and my mum equally um, sometimes when she was having an episode so hiding in the cupboard was And, you know, now, even now, I'm going for a bad time. I just put myself in that cupboard mentally um, and it has a calming effect. So I would say to anybody that is going through a really hard time, just to, you know, get their safe place in their head. It could be anywhere. It doesn't have to be a cupboard. It could be on the beach somewhere. But mentally, I think if you've got that, then that does really help you. It keeps you safe. Um, and you feel a bit, a bit more protective and um, there's no noise so you're able to um, go through sorry, this gate Red reminds me of my mum um, so if I'm going through a bad time I tend to stay clear of it um, silly little things, isn't there? Um, but yeah, the girl in the cupboard um, is my little safe space. Gives me time to think. And uh, back in the, the really bad times when I was little growing up, that was a place to hide and keep out of the way. I always used to remember uh, my mum trying to find me and shouting at me in the garden and up the street and... It was quite funny at times, really, because nobody knew I was there, which is stupid because um, it was not a big cupboard, but it wasn't really a cupboard that you would not be able to uh, miss. But <laughs> I think they just didn't imagine that I would be hiding in the cupboard. Um, I used to store all sorts of things in that cupboard, blankets, um, I could steal the chocolates from Christmas and hide them in there. So I had my little stash. And um, yeah, my safe place. So I really should start my story, really. Um, and uh, I'm going to try and do it daily, just break it down. So it's not a big full episode. So 10 minute snippets, I think. Because um, I want to try and do it over a space of a year, if I can. So um, I'm one of these people that can tell a whole story in one one mouthful of breath <laughs> so um, but I think 
important place to start my story would probably be my mum's story because I think if my mum's life hadn't panned out or started the way that it did um, then probably my story wouldn't be as it is now um, that makes sense I don't know whether that makes sense or not but it makes sense to me and um, yeah so my mum was born in India just trying to hold the dog back <laughs> god she's strong this morning um, yeah, so uh, born in India, um, she had a twin sister, there was always an argument throughout the whole life who was the older sister, mum always said it was her, um, but actually when uh, she died and I was going through um, her paperwork, um, actually it was my auntie that was older, um, I found on their birth certificate an A and a B. Was A, so I'm assuming that she was the firstborn. It's amazing what you find out when people have uh, passed away, isn't it? Um, so they had, I mean, uh, these are stories that my mum has given me, you know, whether they're wholly true, I don't know, but, um, but despite this is a story that she gave me, um, they're quite a privileged life um, in India. They had um, servants. Um, parents didn't seem to do a lot with them. It seemed to have been the servants that did it for them. And I want to say servants, I think, if we loosely put that, is you know, people that helped in the house. Um, my grandmother was a nurse and my grandfather was a policeman. And um, they loved their daddy. I think he sport them once a month on payday. She remembers him bringing home chocolate, a bar of chocolate for each of them. And, um, and every morning he used to play the bugle. And every night he used to play the bugle. So my mum has fantastic memories of, uh, of my um, grandfather, or her father. Forgive me if I say random words made up. Um, that's me. But yeah, she was very strict by the sounds of it. Um, just the look would tell them off. She was quite a stern lady. Definitely looks a lot stern in the photos, but there's some great photos of them growing up. Um, always um, standing next to each other on the, their right side. They were never pictured. Anton Deck, <laughs> um, you know, they always stood in their positions, and uh, but the photos were fantastic. They were uh, very sort of um, late forties, so fifties, all parties and stuff like that. So I think their lifestyle in India um, was very, very uh, luxury. I think um, I remember stories of Mum telling us that they used to go boarding school when they were older and were put on trains with their little Tiffany tuck bucks and um, yeah so I think they were sent away for quite a, a lot of the time um, in their early years um, there's lots of stories of being brought up by nuns 
um, in the convent school. Mum always made out that, well not made out, always told us that um, the boys school was next door and Cliff Richard <laughs> um, was, uh, she used to talk to him over the wall. Um, I don't think that's true. things I think kept her in survival mode she hung on to these little memories and uh, yeah there's lots of little stories that she made up that can't possibly be true I'll see if I can remember them and dig them out um, some of them are quite funny and others are like what <laughs> um, I think if she was alive now you know uh, or diagnosed now um, should we say, then uh, that she would have flagged up quite a lot of different personality traits. I definitely think there was a little bit of schizophrenia. God, I don't even know that's a word, sorry. Um, she was definitely schizophrenic at some times. Different personalities at a flick of a switch. So, um, yeah, maybe at birth. Um, whatever happened to her in life actually happened at birth. Her sister, her twin, was exactly the same. Really weird how they grew up, um, living apart, but actually their traits were exactly the same. But they say that the twins, don't they? But yeah, her life in India, I think, was quite um, lavish. Um, well, she remembers it as lavish, so we're not going to take that away from her. Um, you know, she has such fond memories of India and um, they were heartbroken when they moved to the UK. Um, they were, I think it took them about four months on a boat and, um, and she remembers her mum making her and her sister's um, um, 14th birthday dresses. Um, grandmother was a seamstress as well as a nurse and um, they were on the boat for about four months. Um, so her birthday was October, so um, they must have come over um, fairly late in the year. But they lived on that boat for four months. It was a big like cruise ship. So I have to research that. I can't see her on any um, passenger list. I have looked, I found an uncle that was on the passenger list, um, but I can't see them. But when I get more time, I'll, I'll, I'll look into it further. Um, but um, yeah, so that's a little bit of the background story. So um, they lost both their parents within a year um, to a year and a half of them arriving in the UK. Um, and, um, and I'll talk about that more tomorrow. But as you can imagine, um, they were heartbroken. Um, I remember a story of mum saying that when her mum died, they didn't tell anybody for three days. So they lived in a house with dead grandmother um, because they knew with the authorities they would take them away and split them up, which actually um, did happen. So, um, oh God, it's made me feel really choked up talking about it. No wonder she was like she was. Um, anyway, so that's it for today. I hope you have a good day. I'm going to attempt to go out for a run later to clear my head. Talk about these memories is sort of uh, making me a bit sad.
but I'm sure at the end of it will make me feel better. Well, I don't know about better, but I don't know. Who knows? But anyway, I hope you have a good day and um, keep dry. It's raining like anything out here. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed my walk and my little talk. Um, again, any questions that you've got, please do email me. Um, it's actually in the, um, the notes at the email address. Top of my head, I can't remember it. But um, yeah, have a great day.